so I kind of feel like I left you hanging on that last episode, talking about taking a discipleship pulse. In the medical field, just because you can take the pulse of someone's heart rate, that doesn't really tell you what to do with it next. So as to not leave you hanging, I'm going to tell you what to do with it next. Okay? So once again, four phases of discipleship. Resistant, discovering, responding, establishing. People that you work with in your everyday relationships probably fit into one of those more than the other. Well, here's what we do from there. If they're in the resistant phase, theologically speaking, what we are waiting for is regeneration. We're waiting for the Holy Spirit to wake up their life to the spiritual things of God, that they could be receive spiritual truth. So if that's the theology of what needs to take, uh, take place for a resistant person, if regeneration is the theology for a resistant person, then your work as the disciple-maker is intercession. That you intercede with ridiculous uh, head-turning love. That, that, that you pray and stand in the gap. That you make the prayer for them as, as though you were them. They're not going to make the prayer. They're not alive to the things of God yet. And so you're praying on God's behalf as though you were in the middle between the two of them. you got to find a way to, to intercede. If you're working with people in the discovering phase, uh, the theology of what needs to take place is justification. That, that they apply the righteousness of Christ to their life in exchange for their wrongness. That, that, that God will now see them as righteous because they declare their faith and that what Jesus did on the cross counts for them. And you can explain that in any number of hundreds of creative ways and it's going to match their story and their burden and the guilt and the shame they're trying to let go of. But ultimately, that, that turning point of justification is a baptism. That they declare their faith and then they express that through baptism. You help create a mile marker moment for them that they could look back and say, yeah, that's, that's when I made the decision. That probably needs to be another podcast in and of itself, but uh, when uh, the theology for a discovering person is justification. What you're getting involved with is giving them baptism. Okay, moving on to the third phase. If someone is in the responding phase, the theology of what's taking place is called sanctification. It's that hundred mile march, so to speak, one step after another, of getting closer to God, of learning something new, of giving up something old, of adopting a new habit. And so it's your job to just, just kind of walk them through different growth areas. They're going to have a question question about what should I do here versus what should I do there. Uh, you're going to need to volunteer for them. Here, here's how to form the habit of prayer or scripture reading or, or solitude and listening in their lives. Uh, what is a confession of sin? And, and what do you do with it when, even though I've confessed it, it came back again? And, and it's just like showing them step by step. And you, you've been there too. <laughs> I think we're all going to live there forever to some extent. And so you're showing bits of stories from both the scriptures and your life. The theology they need is sanctification, if they're in the responding phase. And you're showing them the steps that you've taken. And finally, uh, the fourth and final phase of discipleship is called establishing. Now the theology of establishing is called glorification. And <laughs> the trick is, in large part, we're waiting to be transformed into Christ's likeness with our own resurrection 
uh, before gl glorification is complete. But even still, our scriptures tell us that we're transforming from one glory to glory. And, and that we are uh, um, um, taking off the perishable and clothing ourselves with that which is imperishable. Things like love um, um, <clears throat> will last forever. They never come to an end. And the more you inherit things like, like love and hope in your life, those carry on with you to eternity. And, and so it's focusing on that kind of fruit of the Spirit in our lives that establishes.